Hey there, everyone. Happy Friday. Friday, August 11th. I hope everyone is having a great day. Hello, Jess. How are you? I'm good. Look at you putting me on the main screen. <laughs> yeah, I thought we'd just highlight you for a second. While we get organized? Exactly. I'm good. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday to you as well. So it is a special, special day today. We have an amazing set of guests, which I'm really, really excited about. So I'm glad that you are here. Now, Jess. Yes. Let's talk about this week. First oh of all, God. welcome to the community. Everyone in the community, everyone that's here, 3,279. Say hello. Uh, wow. Say hello. A. B. Uh, love, love, love for you to put your LinkedIn address. Uh, this is a community. For, uh, we try to keep people connected. We try to grow, et cetera, et cetera. So put your LinkedIn address in. That would be great. And we have some amazing people here. Uh, actually, and let us know if you're new also. If you're new, let us know because uh, we want to make sure we call you out. I see Michael Krupa here, which is amazing. I see Kate Graham here, which is amazing. I see Mark Machetto here, which is always amazing. Uh, Elizabeth Faddis, even though you can never find time to talk to Jess on the phone, you're here to listen to the meetup. Um, sorry, Elise is here. Jesse Sims is here. Uh, Haley Bregman is here. Elise is here. Thera is here. Dorothy Dalton's here. Wow, amazing list. Brenda Reed. And Bryant is here. Gail Krieger is here. Jess Chung is here. Okay, if you're new to this meetup and this community, if you're new to this industry, you must know you're quite truly hanging out with the who's who of this space. Heather Blessing is here. Oh. Sharon's here. So you guys, we do this, <laughs> we do this every Friday. Uh, we've been doing this every Friday. This is episode number 166. So 166 weeks in a row. Uh, we started this when COVID started. It reminds us how long ago COVID happened. And we started it on Zoom uh, as a way to keep a community together. And now we've got 3,280 of us here. So um, awesome, 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 awesome. And today they're all here for one legend in particular, which no. we cannot to get to her. <laughs> We're here to see you. Oh, right. No, I was not referring to myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So um, we always start, you guys, with the, the LinkedIn. So we start these things the same way. This turns into a podcast right after. So all of you that don't can't, that can't join live, um, you can listen to it later. But we always start with uh, the LinkedIn, getting the community together. And then we always start. And I'm so glad some of you are like, oh, I'm glad you're part of the community every week. We are glad also. Uh, we always start with the most important question. Meg Bear is here. The most important question, most important question in life, in my personal opinion, that we can ask each other, and that's, how are you? How are you? And I see we've got some regulars. They're already answering. Um, and the answers are green, yellow, or red. Green, yellow, red. So we've got some greens. Green is your great. Yellow is so-so-so-so-so-so. Eh, Red, not so good. And we always do this just as a way to A, 
make sure that people know that there's out people out there listening and caring about you. B, for those of you that are yellow or red, hopefully we can get you one step further up towards green. Um, Dorothy's son got married. Congratulations, Dorothy. Um, nice. Elise, yellow, but we're going to get you green. Melanie, yellowish green. We're going to hopefully get you up to green here throughout the uh, session. Um, Roy Altman is here, fluorescent. Um, so really, really good to see. Jess, what are you? What's your color? I'm green. I'm green, green, green. I'm having so much fun this week. Karina Lamb. <laughs> For a million here. reasons. Awesome. Nice. You're, so why do you say you're having so much fun this week? I interrupted you. And what was the other part? I said for a million reasons, just across the board, I could not be having more fun. That's just because you've gotten so much time with me. I was on the road with you. Hardly. I was working with cool clients. The kids were camping and having the time of their lives. I've got amazing stuff coming up for Diverse Daisies. Like sometimes plates fall. This week, all the plates are spinning <laughs> and it feels good when that happens. Michael Krupp is in Lisbon and it's 90. Whew, warm. Um, Christine's here from New York. Awesome. We got, oh, this is like a fun, fun day. I need to get a drink. That's like a free HR tech here. Good yeah, Lord. yeah, exactly. Um, I'm green also. So uh, with the exception of a little weird summer cold, um, which yeah. like, I don't know what happened. You and I got, we're in Philadelphia and I got a cold, I came back with a cold. But uh, other than that, um, feeling really, really good. Um, the next thing we do all of the time, y'all, is just says one thing, one thing about this week that was impactful to her or and impactful to the rest of this community that we like to share. So, Jess, do you have your one thing ready? Kind of. I mean, I hate to be worky work work all the time, but it is kind of work related. You know how passionate I am about telling impactful stories it like we literally like made it my job here within mercer is to tell better stories stories with impact and when i get to do that hands-on with clients and actually see the impact see the proof of that and you usually have to be in front of somebody to see their face change or to see their eyes light up when something really connects i see it all the time when I'm in the back of the room and you're on stage, Jason, by the way, I get to, I literally watch everybody else in that room, not you, to see what's connecting and how. And and in one-on-one -on -one conversation, when I work with incredible solution providers, we have incredible innovation happening in our space, like faster than it's ever happened before. And when you get into those conversations and you see like literally sparks flying because something is connecting in a different way than it did before because we're thinking differently about something. I had so many of those experiences this week with Phenom, with First Up, with other clients in other coaching sessions offline. It's just, it's incredible. There's so much momentum happening right now in this space. It's really fun. That's awesome. That's a great one. You know what I did today? What? To prepare for today. I wrote Ooh. down five. <gasps> okay, I'm ready. But I'm going to go through them really, really quickly because I okay. we have a big, big guest today and a big, big show. The first one, these are all going to be kind of weird, so don't take them the wrong way. Okay? <laughs> okay. The first one, I got to hug Karina Lamb. 
Nice. So did I. Yeah. So like I've known Karina and her name for a long time, but I never actually like really got to meet her and work with her. So that's number one. That was really, really cool uh, this week. Two, uh, I got to present three workshops or speeches in one day, one in France, one in Philadelphia, and one in Minneapolis, all in the same day. In like probably about a 15-hour window. (laughs) Exactly. France was virtual, Philadelphia live, and then Minneapolis live. So just that was amazing um, and really, really impactful stuff on both generative AI as well as where the world of work starts. So that's number two. Yeah. Number three, you and I got to travel together, which is always amazing uh, since we get spend most of our time on Zoom calls. Yeah. Number four, uh, I was able to help my son through a really hard decision. He made the decision not to go to London for his pre uh, freshman year because he wanted to spend more time back in Minneapolis with his friends. And we spent a ton of time talking about uh, regret in life, mm. non-regret in life, making decisions, how to make decisions, um, how to find the positives in all decisions and things like that. So that was really, really huge for me. Um, and then number five, number five was I had the opportunity to attend live. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Uh, I, I should have had a video teed up. Can anybody guess? <laughs> yeah. Can anyone guess what I attended live this week that doesn't know? Because I've talked about it a few times. I'm just going to say, I don't know, we don't have time for all this. Not Taylor Swift. Last night, Pink was here. I didn't go to Pink. Hey, I am going to Ed Sheeran tomorrow night, though. But that's not what I was talking about. Um, WWE. WWE Raw. Karina, yes, you did know. So pro wrestling. Uh, For those of you who don't know, my grandfather was a pro wrestler. And uh, I had the opportunity to take my two boys to pro wrestling on Monday night uh, this week in Minneapolis and to watch, get some opportunities to. (laughs) Don't laugh at me, you guys. Um, But. his name was Killer Kowalski, for those of you that want to know. So I grew up in a, my, my back, my back, back, back story is my grandfather was a professional wrestler. So uh, it was really, really cool to, uh, to take the I boys. Mark to, uh, Killer Kowalski. To that he is, a, yeah, he is kind of a legend. There's a, yeah. For those of you that ever heard me talk about my grandfather in the story, he's a legend, but he also went through such amazing pain and trouble in his life. The reason I wrote my first book, some of you know this, and actually Bill Cudick's on, who was actually a big part of my first book, um, was uh, because my uh, um, grandfather uh, tried to commit suicide three times. I didn't know this, and I found a book that he wrote called Deal Me Out, um, which was the end of his wrestling career. And uh, that's why I wrote my first book, actually. So weird, weird, weird. I still learn new things about you. I think I thought I heard every story. What? Yeah, weird, weird connections. But anyway, all all good. And um, really, really excited that I had the opportunity to do that. So those are my five things. Now we have on to our special guest. We did that in thirteen minutes. That's not bad. Wow. Um, on okay. to our special guest today. Now, before we start, um, we are going to do a quick. Quick, quick 
video. Ready, Jeff? I hope Lexi is ready. Lexi, this is for you. Lexi, don't forget to unmute. I almost did myself. Oh my goodness. You're here. <laughs> Can you hear us okay? Whenever we play media, you guys, we have to unmute ourselves after. That's what she's doing. Hi, Lexi. Hi. I know Jason wrecked you now, right in the right yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, wrecked me now. I love that song. <laughs> it's my favorite song, but it does. It kind of makes me cry too. I think my husband and I were were on some road trip when we heard that for the first time, and uh, yeah, it just kind of touches my heart. And I love yeah. Joe Baez. I used to work out with her at the Stanford uh, gym. Um, years ago, because we both lived in the same area, and uh, so I'd see her every once in a while, and you know, in total awe. <laughs> oh, wow, that is amazing! Great story. So it's so good to see you. Thank you. It's good to see you guys too. And you look amazing. Thank you. You like my gray hair? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> You know, I, find, I finally decided last year that I would leave my red alone and let this happen. And I did it all at once. I just cut it all off. <laughs> so amazing. we are here today to celebrate you, honor you, recognize you, acknowledge you for the amazing, amazing, amazing accomplishments and impact, impact that you may have made on this industry. And as a <laughs> and as a way you love attention, don't you, Lexi? <laughs> <laughs> and as a way to as a way to do this, um we've compiled some things, but at the same time we've compiled some amazing friends here. And if anyone would like to come on live, the power of this platform is to be able to bring people on live. So please let us know if you'd like to come on live and say something to Lexi. We'd love to not only hear you, but see you as well. But Lexi, I've been working this week and I wanted my first question that I wanted to ask you, um, which I don't know the answer to. I really don't know the answer to is what is your, if you had to say what's your accomplishment in this industry that you're most proud of? Hmm. Accomplishment that you're most proud of, what would you say? It's, I guess something that I learned when I first started doing research, and that is that adopting technologies is always a catalyst for change. And mm. the first time I, I realized that was in the 80s. I wrote this piece called Office Automation Catalyst for Change. And that was an emerging technology that was really having a big impact at the time. But if it was done well, it could really do great things. You know, so and other technologies can do great things. So um you know, like the latest research I've done is on when uh, organizations enable managers with data and insights. 
there's an opportunity for data and insights to make managers not only more effective, but also more human. You know, so it's a, it, these technologies become a catalyst for change. So I guess that recognition, but you know, the survey was a big thing. Um, that office automation work that I did back in the late seventies, early eighties, that was a big thing. Um, but, but technology can be used to affect change. And you just have to think broader than the technology itself to how it can impact people as well as the organization. I love that. Yeah. Bad question, because I was totally unprepared. <laughs> well, you know, that's you and I, that's always been our gig, right? I just throw cool. something out there, you always throw something out at me. That's that's been our gig always, Lex. E. <laughs> I also love something you wrote in a blog. Some time ago, you'll remember the one, I think it was in an IRAM publication, but you talked about analysts, uh, the voice of an analyst can, can shape the future. Yeah. Both of the things that you have said, the one that you just shared and, and something you wrote in that blog, these are mindset sort of statements. That's a way of thinking that's really impactful. When I think of an analyst, I work as an analyst. That's one hat I put on occasionally. We have, you know, um, it would be, and for somebody who's new to that type of role who, or who looks at the, the function of an analyst in our industry, it would be easy to think they're a reporter or an analyzer or sort of a synthesizer of information. The power and impact we can all have to literally reshape thinking uh, and reshape the notion of what the future looks like. Again, mindset. That's a huge mindset lesson for some of us um, to remember and sort of feel empowered with. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me recently, you know, who is uh, someone really impactful to me? And I started working out of college in 1967, and I've always been in the tech industry. I started work at the Bank of America as a programmer, you know, like first woman kind of thing. And uh, because of the salary I got, which at the time was $600 a month, that was big money in 1967. Um, I was made an officer of the bank. And so all officers at the time got a luncheon with Claire Giannini Hoffman. She mm -hmm. was daughter of AP Giannini who started the bank. And so she went around the room and she asked each of us what we did. And, you know, most of the people were bank officers and I was the only programmer. And she, and she looked at me and she said, you know, I know that computers are the wave of the future, but I always think about how are they going to impact people? What's the impact going to be on people? And I don't know, it just kind of always stuck with me that I needed to think about that always. Um, so she was like my first memorable woman. Lexi, there's so many, there's so much to cover in our time today. And I just wanted to share Meg Bear, who we all know and love, just shared a comment that, um, that the nice, you said you, the nicest thing anyone's ever said to her, which I think is amazing. And uh, and it was she told me that she thought I represented the best kind of power, the power that helps others. That's an amazing statement. That's uh, incredible. 
somebody else interviewed me this week for a podcast that's going to come out in September and uh, asked me for some trends that I see impacting our industry. And um, the first one was about integration, and maybe we'll talk about that. But the other one was there are so many powerful women right now in my field in people analytics, but there's some really powerful women that are making changes in our environment. And, you know, Meg is definitely one of them. The things that she, um, you know, the fact that she's the president of success factors, a important company, but the things that she pays attention to, that's not just the technology that is just so powerful. I think um, that, you know, if you, if you look at any audience of people, analytics, people, there's more than half women and they're, doing incredible things as far as I'm concerned. And and they're, you know, back to what I said earlier, Jess, and that you picked up on is kind of the mindset. I think their mindset is different. It's not just about using technology to make a business impact. It's to also make a human impact. Mm-hmm. And to drive change. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Jess. Well, to drive change. I think I love that more than half of people in, in people analytics are women because Things can be better than they are. And there will never be a time we can't say that, ever. Things can keep getting better incrementally over and over and over, but things can always be better than they are. And there's still so much change that's needed. That's why people analytics, I mean, it's a it's such a geeky function. I love it. But guess what else it is? It's a change function. It's seeking truth in data so that you can change things for the better, so you can make better decisions that impact people. I love that there are so many women in that space because guess who needs change? Women and other underrepresented categories. So it's amazing. And and Lexi, you know, the thing that amazes me and you and I were talking in the green room about when you and I first met, 98, 1999, in that timeframe. Think about all of the amazing women that you and I had the opportunity to work with on that fourth floor in Pleasanton, California and what those amazing women are doing right now. I was telling somebody this morning um, about the Bay Area Badass Book Club. <laughs> okay. Meg, Gretchen Allercon, uh, Lisa Hartley, Jenny Lehman, um, so many you know, people that worked together back then that, you know, when you were there, uh, and that's, I guess, Lisa Hartley was probably one of the most important people in my life. I was at at the Hunter Group at the time, and you guys needed some, um, you needed an ROI model to what's the value of doing self-service and, you know, adopting technology. And she, you know, when I wasn't doing this survey, I was a value engineer. So she brought me on to do PeopleSoft's ROI models. And we she stayed my client for like six years. So she saved my butt because Sierra, uh, the Hunter Group that morphed into Cedar and the Sierra Cedar, you know, they needed people. We were con- a consulting company and I had to at least pay for my salary. So, you know, by having that project with uh, PeopleSoft, I say, you know, I paid for my, I more than paid for my salary. Anyway. But- but Lexi, just think about that fourth floor. I mean, you named some of those people. Gretchen, 
Gretchen Alarcon, Melanie Luget. Yes. Meg Heidi Baird, Spirgi. Who was here? Heidi Spirgi. Yvette Cameron. Yvette Cameron. Julie Thomas. Jenny Lehman. Like, isn't that crazy? I, and I'm missing people. Uh, but it's crazy. Um, we have a, a, a video to play. Um, <laughs> that I can't wait based on something that we just, uh, that you just talked about. Jason and Lexi uh, here from Lake Tahoe saying hello and just um, wanna tell you that I have been so privileged to know you. And ever since you talked on a little tiny stage back in early PeopleSoft days about this revolutionary new tool called an RI calculator uh, that we built and then marketed um, and really help to not only close lots of deals for PeopleSoft, but to really help companies transform the way that they thought about HR software and HR processes. And, um, and then took that information, uh, did white papers together, talked at conferences, and just had such a good time. Um, thank you for being in my life. Thank you for being part of my tool set that I took to DeLeo and SuccessFactors and SAP and probably a few others. Um, and again, it's been a beautiful professional relationship and a deeply um, felt um, personal relationship that I wouldn't trade for the world. You are my hero. I hope you're having a great time on this roast and I love you and I hope to see you soon. Congratulations on a beautiful career. And uh, I, I thank you, Jess and Jason, for allowing me to be part of this day. I know. Every time we play media, we have to do that. So sorry. Sorry, I'll, uh, I'll pay attention to that. I was just going to say we're having book club at Lisa's house the week after next. And the book we read was Daisy Jones and the Six. Uh, <laughs> so we're all going to wear bell bottoms and, you know, <gasps> hippie bling. I, I love it. I promised I might bring some brownies, but I can't find any marijuana. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the line of the show. Jason, you're muted. <laughs> Jason, Jason, you're muted. <laughs> He's not going to say that anymore in meetings. He's just going no, to. No, I said I knew I would forget some people like Amy Wilson. I completely forgot Amy Wilson, Anka. Uh, I mean, oh, I mean Anka. I'm going to go. We could go down that whole, whole Michelle Stratton, Newell. Like, we, that, like. Oh. That we could go down that whole list. I mean, that there's no, no way. It's, it's so interesting. She she moved away from the Bay Area when she had a baby, and her daughter now is going to university. <laughs> it's like there was a lot of fabulous people that got together back then. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no way I would without people like yourself and that whole group I just mentioned. There's nowhere, no way I would be where I am you know, with Heidi Spirgi included, as we started a company together. There's no possible way. Um, we have another special guest that wants to come on who I wasn't expecting. Um, I'm going to move him to the main stage here and we'll welcome him. This is kind of like surprise guest time. Oh, I um, love it. <laughs> we'll see if he can turn on his video. Uh, but uh, Jeremy's here. Hey, Jeremy. Hey. 
Th th thanks for uh, welcoming me to the to the stage and and looking at the the people, Lexi, that are are here to to uh, honor you and and just remember. It's mind blowing. Um, and I, so, Lexi and I first met roughly twenty five years ago. Not in a professional way. We sat next to each other at a conference and we ate uh, dessert. Hi. Our, our, our friendship started in in the right way. Um, and um, you know what's so touching is over over the years you've been such a great um, friend and thought leader and um, an inspiration to so many of us. Um, this is this is not goodbye. We're gonna we'll talk to each other and <laughs> and keep up with each other on on Facebook and all the different wonderful ways. But but it, it it's it's an opportunity for me just just to say thank you for all the great stuff that that you've done for for the community. Um, my life is 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 more enriched, and I I know I'm better for for the work that you've done there. And it seems like there are maybe a few thousand people that feel this way, um, too. Um, thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. Not everyone knows you. Uh, th those introduce yourself and your background. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I, I uh, get to run a uh, the workforce analytics team at Merck Pharmaceuticals. Prior to that, I was at uh, I was at Morgan Stanley, and for for years I was kind of on the tech and vendor side, and that's when where Lexi and I first met. And you know, when you opened when we opened up the first um, uh, uh, benchmarking report that that Lexi had had written, um, not realizing this was the wonderful person that I had dessert with. I opened it up. I'm like, wow, this is actually good. This is this is a great piece of piece of work and, and thinking. You did things for the industry that no one was thinking about for mm -hmm. for a few years as well. And if you remember, there was one moment that that I commented to you of I hadn't seen anyone actually use statistical modeling and regressions inside of a benchmark research report. You did. And and when we ever showed that to a to a head of technology or a CIO instant credibility. They didn't need to know where you were or what it was just, yep, we'll take that. We'll take that. Incredible. Yeah, Jeremy, you and uh, people like Mike Krupa, um, you've always been kind of part of what I call my kitchen cabinet. <laughs> and, um, and you've still been my kitchen cabinet, but you used to help me help my thinking when I was creating mm. survey questions mm. um, and you were one of my go-to people, um, you know, and it's, it would just be like, there was something that wasn't quite right in my mind and I had to get some That's input. From people I, like do, I do remember there, there was a survey. It was the moment that I realized that your passwords were unencrypted because I think my password for your survey was Lexi rocks. No, no, no. <laughs> it, and... it was, it was, Pig vomit. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite uh, password. I I don't know that it was yours. But <laughs> that that was. Yeah. Stacy probably knows about that. <laughs> so just just really quickly, I hope Stacy didn't leave, but I was I invited her to stage. You know, Lexi, can you talk a little about the survey? Um, the survey. Jeremy, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep you on mute. Or I'm going to keep you here just because I can't do multiple things at once. Um, but uh, um, can you talk a little about the survey? And Stacy, I'm so proud. As Stacy, you know how proud I am of you taking on that survey and what you've been able to do with it. But Lexi, can you start with it? Because that survey is the, the bedrock of our marketplace right now. And it's because yeah. of you. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, so I actually pulled out some of the old reports. I don't know if you, well, it started in 97 and it was pa a paper-based, no, the first year was interviews with 25 companies that were starting to do things with uh, self-service. And then the second year, it was a paper-based survey. And I actually found the first uh, survey. <laughs> we mailed survey questionnaires. And, you know, we got like 150 responses by, you know, I partnered with Iram. And over the years, I partnered with something like 90 different vendors to get responses. But it started out being on employee and manager self-service. And um, there, there were... There were just things that I kept seeing in the data that really indicated how the world was going. Like I first saw workforce analytics back in 2000. You know, mm -hmm. it was that it was a it was like manager reporting, and then it was workforce analytics. And one of the things I always did is I used to line up all the the adopt the adopters and their financial performance with what they were adopting. And the one technology that always was correlated with the highest performance of companies was analytics. And it's and it kind of caused me to think about there are certain practices that are leading and enabling organizations to do well. You know, and workforce analytics was definitely one of those. Um, I think the other thing that uh, that uh, people really appreciated was this uh, blueprint that I used to uh, do. I wish I had a picture of it, but it was like you, from the data, you could see how technology was being adopted. And it started, started with the core HRMS and payroll benefits. Then it was self-service. Then it was talent management. Then it was workforce management. And then companies needed to start to bring all that data together into you know, some kind of you know, repository. And ultimately, they could optimize the workforce with all the analytics technology. And I would walk into people's offices, and they'd point to this blueprint, and they'd say, "This is how we're telling people that we're. This is how we're telling our company what we're doing with HR technologies." I think that made me so happy, you know, that that was actually having an impact. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. And Stacy, I just saw, I think Stacy just, I thought I saw something earlier that said that there were over 5,000 responses. To yeah. I, I, you know, okay, I have a core competency, and that is I get good successors. Um, you know, so the first time I retired, <clears throat> uh, Sierra Cedar said, okay, and find your successor. And it was uh, Stacy, and I think it was the most brilliant move I made. And then I did it again at Vizier because um, I've kind of been thinking about retiring again. And we brought on Andrea Derlaire, and she is so brilliant in different ways. Uh, but I think I'm really good at picking su successors. No, I think let's see. One of the things I think is so important about what you just said is, you know, there's this concept you know and this that that we work with all the time about have not having an ego and billing mm -hmm. willing to build people that are greater than yourself you know and it's that concept of a gty project it's uh, jeff too and you yeah 
And, and I really think that's one of the keys to you is that you've always been trying to build someone that's greater than yourself. Um, and every time that I've ever asked for advice, every time that I know that others have asked for advice, you've always been there. So I think that's a really, really important trait uh, that we're all, we're all celebrating today of you. Yeah, I didn't always, <clears throat> you know, I have my own demons. I've been afraid, but I, I think I recognized a long time ago that, you know, businesses weren't necessarily building women up, so we had to build each other up. <laughs> I love that. We have another guest that I'm going to bring on stage. Uh, and I, I love this guest more than I love lots of people in life. Um, I'm going to move him to the main stage. You can see who it is. Uh, I don't think you're going to be able to see him, unfortunately, but you're going to see who it is. Um, Mr. Kudik, hello. Hello. I'm so sorry that my camera is on the fritz. It's so good. It's so, so good to hear your voice. Lexi, say hi to Bill. Hi, Bill. Hi, Lexi. I, I have taken the time since being invited to figure out what it is I most love about you. Oh. And I yeah. loved it for 25 years. Bill, did you have to use ChatGPT or generative AI for this, or did you actually write this yourself? I wrote this myself. Came out of my own brain. And what I love about Lexi is that she's never heard a simple question that deserves or requires a simple answer. <laughs> now, you've all heard the old joke that the McKinsey consultant asks you to, when you ask him what time it is, he asks to borrow your watch. And maybe you've heard about the OD consultant who tells you how a watch works. Well, Lexi would always tell you how to build a watch. Right? <laughs> if you took the time and gave her the attention to, to listen, you would be so much better off when she was finished than before she started. And some may facilely call this OCD, and I think both of us suffered from a certain amount of OCD, but it was Lexi's thoroughness, Lexi's willingness always to look beneath the surface of a question to find out what the real answer was that has made her so invaluable to us for you know, my 25 years at least and perhaps for time before that. Don't you think that's true? I, I, I know it's true. Uh, I know it's true in every interaction I've ever had with Lexi, which every one of them is an education session uh, for me. Um, but Lexi, I'd love your thoughts on that. A, and then I'd love for you to, uh, since Bill's here, like, what do you remember most about Bill? Huh. <laughs> Uh, Lexi, we, Lexi, we, I'm filtering some of those out. Lexi, just so you know, we removed the. I'm putting on my seatbelt for this answer, Lexi. We, we've added the explicit tag to this episode, so you're yeah. feel free to. We knew Bill was coming on. Um, we knew you were here. Meg just said it was great to hear your voice, Bill. If you didn't see that, just so you know the. But uh, Lexi, uh -huh. what do you remember about Bill? 
Well, so I have a lot of appreciation for Bill because he recognized that I was the one actually doing the survey because in the early years, Joel LaPointe and David Link were the only ones that were allowed to speak about it. Imagine, and, imagine, imagine just that there was a time when women did all the work and men took all the credit. Can you believe that that's true? Sure. I can imagine it. Oh. I can believe it. And thank God for the Lexis of the world. <laughs> well, you know, and thank, thank God for the bills. Um, yes. That, yes. that actually kind of recognize that there's something more than what they're hearing. Yeah, uh, so thank you for that, Bill. I appreciate that a lot. For the people who don't know me, I started the HR Technology Conference, which is 25 years ago now. It's as old as the report. The first year of it was the first year of the report. And yeah, I mean, we went along with the idea that, oh, Joel is going to present the report or David's going to present the report until I recognized that, that they weren't doing the work. And mm -hmm. the thing about the HR Tech Conference that we always wanted is we wanted to hear the people doing the actual work. Uh, and not just people putting the gloss on the work. And so, yeah, we moved you right up to speaker. And as I remember, we had a rule at the time that you had to be a vice president in order to speak. And somehow we got you made a vice president in order for you to be able to speak, right? I think you let me speak before that. But yeah, there was that rule. And I did get a promotion because of that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. And I mean, the rule, the rule was basically there to avoid having salespeople speak. Uh, it wasn't because we thought that directors didn't have knowledge and hadn't done good work, but it, it was a way to keep the salespeople from, from getting involved. Um, but you, you were talking earlier, Lexi, about how you have, you're leaving something unfinished. Oh, me, oh my, what a surprise. You're always leaving something unfinished because you've always started more than you can possibly do. <laughs> At every stage in your, in your transitions, you've bemoaned to me how you're leaving something unfinished. Well, you know, too bad. <laughs> and That's right. This wonderful woman you've selected to take over from you, although I can't imagine anyone being as good as Stacy has proven to be in taking over the report, that she'll be able to pick up what it, whatever it is no, 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 no. She she's really different, and she's doing such amazing research on on uh, on much bigger things that I've ever been able to wrap my head around. So pay attention to Andrea Durlair. She's awesome. Well, I think it's great, and and you know, I for one, long felt that quality was in good hands as long as you were around. Hmm. Now I, I worry that maybe it won't be in such good hands. And there's there's so few hands that want to embrace quality anyway these days. Mm -hmm. uh, Stacy uh, and crew are doing fabulous work. So yes, the, the uh, Sapient Insights is in great hands. Yes, they are. I, I think I think you've done better at choosing your successors than I have. So <laughs> I'm absolutely delighted to know that they'll be keeping it up. Hey, Bill. Thank you so much for being here. One of these days when we get your webcam working, we just want you on as a, we want you on for the whole hour. Solo guest? Yes. Absolutely. 
I, I, what, what's your rate these days? I mean, that used to, uh, we we didn't used to be able to afford you, so I'm not sure if we can this time. But <laughs> my my rate for self-aggrandizement and talking about myself is incredibly low. <laughs> well, as long as you don't want me to teach you about something else, that, then then I charge more. But yeah, uh, tooting my own horn, I'm I'm as cheap as they come. Well, thank, thank you for being here. And uh, Lexi, um, thanks. I mean, Bill, thanks for coming on to recognize Lexi. And thanks for inviting me. Bye bye. Yeah, thank you, Bill. Love you. Love you too. You take me off the screen. <laughs> uh, Lexi, we have another su a surprise guest um, that wants to say hello. I am going to uh, bring him onto stage. <laughs> Live from Lisbon, Mr. Krupa. He, he was my first kitchen cabinet member. Yes, I couldn't. I couldn't resist coming on since she called me out as the first kitchen cabinet. What is the? Uh, do you want to explain the kitchen cabinet? I know what a kitchen cabinet is, but I'd love to hear how you how. Not everyone uses a kitchen cabinet effectively, and it sounds like you do, Lexi. I think, you know, for, I think that's important is the kitchen cabinet. One of the things that was beautiful about Lexi is calling on people to debate uh, the survey, like not just make sure the questions are right to have good conversations and debate the questions. I mean, Lexi and I go back to before it was people analytics back when it was business intelligence, back before it was even probably business intelligence. I don't even know what we called it, reporting. I don't know what we called it, Lexi, but um, I remember you sitting- You had to do reporting. <laughs> yeah, I remember sitting at my desk a long time ago in, in the evening, because at the time, I think a lot of our conversations, I was working in Denver temporarily, and I'd sit there and we'd have conversations in the evening for an hour or two hours and go through these questions and she just was really good about listening and debating and figuring out what was the right the right questions at the right time because things changed right and the the terminology changed and the technology changed and we would revisit it every year and and go through it and that's what was beautiful she didn't she didn't assume that she knew all the answers she didn't assume that um you know it was just like let's talk to the people who are out working day in day out with the technology doing the work and make sure that we have the right the right survey question so it's beautiful and one of the things Lexi told me if I was going to join this I should have sangria unfortunately I don't have sangria but I do have some lovely Portuguese uh, vino verde wine uh, for the event since it is 650 my time but uh, I wouldn't miss this for anything but yeah Mr. Cooper what's going on what's going, what's going on in Lisbon Lisbon is my retirement. <laughs> so that is what's going on. Nice. So, so uh, <laughs> is that where you're living no, now? Done. <laughs> that, is where, that is where I'm living full time uh, right now, enjoying Portugal and everything Portugal has to offer, and still, still paying attention to what's going on out there. So I guess you could say I'm 95% retired and 5% still, still paying attention. To what's going on and joining the uh, gray hair crowd 
what's out there. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lexi, anything about Michael you remember besides the cabinet that you want oh, to Oh, we share? both love IPAs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We, we have cheap beer, really cheap beer in Portugal. The IPAs are good, but they're not as cheap. Uh, so I'm not sure what Lexi would think, but the regular beer is astronomically cheap uh, in Portugal, which is really nice on a hot day to go spend a year and a half and have a nice beer. I'm going to come visit. You'll have time now, Lexi. <laughs> Michael, it's good to see your face. Thanks for coming on. It is good to see Thank you. you. Love yeah. you, sir. <laughs> Lexi, we have someone else. Oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Not you're making, enjoying this, Lexi. Not making you uncomfortable at all. Look oh, no, here. No. It's interesting. You came up for me today. <laughs> yeah. Who? Facebook. Oh. Because you had given me a photograph. And I was uh, moving into, uh, you know, the home we had back in D.C. for a couple of years. And I was packing, I was putting that up. And you wrote some fun poem about how life is good, suck, uh, moving sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, how do you know Lexi? Where do you guys go? Come, where do you guys meet? Well, um, through John, of course. Um, and and John Sumser sends his love and wishes he could be here. <laughs> so I'm sending love for both of us. Um, how did I meet Lexi? Uh, HR Tech, um, she showed up at my house one day uh, for dinner. And uh, that's when I took that picture. <laughs> but, but I have known and admired her from afar for a very long time because of um, knowing Stacey Harris and, and getting into the whole information that way. But the thing about Lexi is, you know, I'm just a little bit younger and I grew up um, being told that women could do anything but there was absolutely no one to show us how. Mm -hmm. We didn't have any role models. And one of the things about HR Tech is that it is full of amazing, brilliant women doing the work and making a difference. And so people like Naomi, who I got to see recently, um, and, and Lexi, are my heroes. They're, they are just absolutely my heroes because they paved the way. And, and um, there are, Lexi has mentored so many women and I see their amazing work and I'm just grateful and I love you. I love you too. Thank you for that. I, and I appreciate John. You know, I think we've had some arguments over the years. Oh. His favorite thing. <laughs> Come on, John. Not everyone knows the John. Not everyone knows the John we're talking about here, Lexi. Even she said John Sumser. Oh, Heather did. Okay, good. Okay, good. Not everyone even knows who that is. 
so uh, yeah, we'll have to make sure we put his in- LinkedIn there or his info, his info there. But yeah, for sure, we need him on. We need to get him on here, Jess. I know, I know. Oh goodness, it's so good to see you. Heather, thanks for joining. Thank you, Lexi. We have someone else. <laughs> Oh, oh God, like, so people. <laughs> I like the hair. Hey, it's just back in a ponytail. <laughs> but I wanted to come on as I'm one of the newest members of the Lexi Martin fan club. Uh, I spent 23 years hearing about Lexi Martin being one degree of separation until this year. And then I got to uh, be connected in person. Um, and Lexi, I have to tell you the thing that I, I admire so many things about you and the career that you've had, but it's really this, this idea that if you, if you do a job you love, you never work a day in your life and that there, you know, so there's no need really to quit working. And it is, it is the secret to youth and longevity. And I'm going to, uh, to take a page out of your book and work for as long as I possibly can doing work that I love with people that I love, most of whom are on this, uh, this <laughs> Leapton Mercer um, now work session, but you have inspired so many people. And the fact that you're still doing what you love now and, and looking to do more in the future, I'm, I'm just such a fan and so impressed. Listen, thank you. You, uh, you know, kind of really helped me through a tough time. And I, uh, I love that about you. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it, but you are an awesome mentor and advisor. And uh, if anybody ever needs someone to talk tough stuff through, Sue is the person. I love you for that. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And I'm so glad it gave us a reason to finally connect after years and years of one degree of separation. So. Amazing. So good. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. I'm being as quiet as I can because I know there's a queue. Do we have time for for more, Jason? Uh, This is is as much as, (laughs) this is as little as Jess has ever said. I know. On one of these meetups, Lexi. Uh, which, you know, we're missing, quote unquote, we're missing uh, some of it. But uh, uh, we're trying to get, we have a couple more people that have raised their hand, but I'm going to try to get them on. But Jess, go ahead. I'll let you uh, say anything else while we try. Well, let's read. I mean, if Kate wants to come on and say it herself, you're welcome to, Kate. But otherwise, I'll I'll acknowledge that. It's hard to find the words for the reach and inspiration you've had on this wonderful, wonderful world of HR tech. When I finally got to meet you, having heard about you for so long, you have been a warm and welcoming friend, advisor, and one of my favorite words, champion. It's been an immense privilege to collaborate with you. And I and so many others are grateful for you. I don't need to say anything, Jason, because everyone is saying it. Everyone feels the halo effect, as somebody said earlier, of Lexi. Um, (laughs) One of the things I, you totally can, Kate, you can come on. 
one of the things, and, and it's a lot of women speaking up. It's not just women, but it's a lot of women. And Lexi, you and I have have talked about women and championship and how I raise girls. People ask me all the time about how I raise girls. And I, I give them sort of my three rules. The first one is a little bit, you know, three part. Know your voice, use your voice, take up space. Know what, no one does this better than Lexi Martin. The second one is help people who can't. Help those who can't do number one. And the third one is find and create champions. Because we still need that. We need that as women and everyone else making our way in the world. That's how I raise girls. That's the legacy, I think, Lexi, that you leave behind. And why I and so many others here love and adore you so much because you've done so much for our space and so much for each of us meg just said i love those rules know your voice use your voice take up space yep uh christine just said i'm taking this badass women into hr tech energy into a tough week next week thank you for paving the way for women in tech i hope your generation makes you proud dorothy women can't be what they can't see i was always happy to see lexi on stage when the mic with the mic when men dominated the field um there are so much love on this call today thank you lexi for all you do Amazing, amazing stuff. So, Lexi, we're at the top of the hour. There's more people um, I know. We'll capture all of the the comments, get them to you in a card, so that you have all of that to uh, to memorialize this. But uh, I just have to say thank you um, for everything that you've done for me uh, in my life. There's two people I always give most of the credit to for getting me where I'm at. One is you, and one is Naomi Bloom. Um, uh, you know, from a women's. I know you saved my ass a few times too. <laughs> That's, we're, we're all supposed to save our other each other's asses. So, uh, you know, I don't have a drink, but I have. I, some of you know that I have this big Tito's bottle here in the office. So uh, it, this the is level my never to change. <laughs> yeah, the, the level doesn't change since I don't really drink much anymore. But cheers to you, uh, Lexi. Thank you so much for uh, being here, Jess. Thank you. Thank, thank you for doing this. That was really nice, and you have made me cry many times here. Oh, hey. We already have the E rating. Can I just say, on one catch-up call I had with Lexi, I'm sure I'm not the only one that can say this. Maybe on one call we had Lexi several years ago. I, we already have the E rating, right? I said, Lexi, how are you? Do you remember how you responded? For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. And again, like reason number 107, I love you. <laughs> I don't usually say that word, but... <laughs> <laughs> Lexi is, your, <laughs> Lexi, is Major right there with you or not? Mage! Come here! So he'll, he'll, he'll be here in a second. I've had the opportunity to meet Lexi's amazing husband multiple times. I, uh, I am nothing without him. He is my statistician, my sanity, you know, creator. 
my best friend, lover, all that good stuff. And, I, you know, he, he actually uh, did much of the uh, kind of validation of the survey work. Come here. Show me your face. Oh. <laughs> there he is. Hey, Major, how are you? How are you, Jason? Good to see you. you I was too. just saying, I've had the opportunity to meet you multiple times, and it's always been a joy. So uh, in this toast roast to Lexi, I wanted to make sure that uh, we got your face on the screen also. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And thanks for the roast. She deserves it. <laughs> you are, uh, you're married to an amazing woman, you know, and she's had such a tremendous impact on our industry. Well, thank you. I, I do appreciate that. It's, it's because of him. <laughs> thanks for coming on, Major. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Lexi, we're we're gonna send you. We're going to send you off. We're at the top of the hour. My Teams is going off because I'm late for a customer call, which doesn't matter to be honest with you. Um, but I'm just going to uh, do this quick video and say I love you. I love you too. Thank you very much, you guys. <laughs>